we're let's let's face it, we're all a work in progress, aren't we? None of us are, none of us have made it. None of us have got there. We're all on a journey, and uh, God is in that process of changing us. And so this morning, uh, part of uh, our baptism service is to hear those stories of people who've encountered Jesus. They've they've met him. They know him, and they've surrendered their lives to him. And uh, uh, so today I'm going to invite Polly to come, and she's going to lead the first section of uh, uh, these te- what we call testimonies of people sharing their story. Thank you. All right, I'm, I'm here to introduce our first one, which is Caroline. So if you'd like to come out. I think it's really brave being the first person. morning. This is my testimony. I grew up in a comfortable home with my mum and dad and sister. I enjoyed my toys and going on holiday. I didn't go to church regularly. When I was born I had a lack of oxygen to the brain. So when I went to school, I found learning hard and struggled to make friends. At 19 years old, I was in a relationship and gave birth to my first child, Michael. My partner was abusive, so I moved back in with my parents. I would leave Michael with my mum and go out clubbing, where I met many men who seemed to be nice but actually took advantage of me. It was during this time that Alex and Katie were born. Due to lots of difficulties and circumstances, eventually all three of my children were taken into care. I had lots of money problems and was introduced to Christians Against Poverty and Ken, Jean and Helen came to visit me. Jean invited me to an event at Gunthorpe School where Open Door Church used to be, meet. Then I was invited to church and from the first week I knew I was loved, accepted, so I think knew to come regularly. I met Bob at a volunteer event and we started going to Discovery, which is a small group in the church. One week, some of my leaders, Brian and Liz, asked me if I had thought about becoming a Christian and I decided to become a Christian that night. I wanted Jesus to come into my life and change me. I used to be depressed, but now I'm happy and like telling jokes. Yeehaw! (coughs) (laughs) I'm more confident and help meet other people. I used to lie, but now I don't. I used to be violent, but now I'm at peace. Now I know Jesus is always with me. This is why I want to be baptised. And the Bob that you heard about in that testimony is now going to come and share his story. Well done, Caroline. When we, we have practices 
before the baptism in some training sessions and the first time Caroline said it it was over in about a minute because it went through really fast so you did really well taking breaths and you can do the same aren't you Bob yeah great. <laughs> hello I'm Bob I was born in Wicklewood which is a small village in Norfolk as children we were made to go to church on Sunday by my mum who was a very religious woman. My dad won the football pills and we bought a caravan. And we travelled around the east coast, ending up in Peterborough. I shared a bedroom with my brother, who raped me many times. He used to say it was my fault. I never told anybody, especially my dad, as he would have killed him. My dad was a very violent man. He used to beat my mum. I got involved in a gang who ran the dog sort of state. One night I was attacked in a rival gang in Breton. I lost lots of blood and I felt like I had died. I saw people surrounding me who were dressed in white. I thought they were angels. When I woke up, I saw a nurse dressed in green and I realised I was still alive. I met Sally, we married and, and we had six lovely children. Over the 27 years we were together, she cheated on me many times. I found myself on my own to bring up the children, otherwise they would be taken into care. I met Caroline and fell in love. Caroline brought me along to church picnic and I got to know people from Open Door Church who were very, all very friendly. Russ and Maggie helped me overcome some of my struggles and I encouraged me into the faith in Jesus. Because of my past traumas, I have tried to take my own life many times. Knowing Jesus as he loves me has helped me to overcome the thoughts and attempts of suicide. I now know God is always with me. I pray every day and feel with his presence with me. I want to be baptised today as a public demonstration of my love and commitment to Jesus Christ and because God is the Father I'd never had. Hey, I can't spot her. I'm not going to ask her. Oh, yes, I have. I'm going to ask Becca to come up and share her story. Yours is digital. That shows how old you are. Yeah, <laughs> young. Thank you. Um, so I didn't really go to church when I was little. It was mostly for um, weddings, um, christenings. Um, my little brother was christened in All Saints Church, <laughs> um, which was like about 12. Um, we used to go like every other Sunday. Um, 
it stopped going. I don't know why, it just did. Um, I didn't really do anything else. I didn't read Bible. I didn't um, sing any hymns until I got into college. Um, I met a friend near the end of college. She uh, told me about going to Cafe Church and Kingsgate. And she used to go with her aunt. And I thought, you know, I'll, I'll come with you one night um, to Cafe Church because the way she was talking about it just amazed me. <laughs> so we went, we started singing, and I was just very overwhelmed. I started crying. I looked at my friend and I was like, what's going on? What is this feeling? Um, she looked at me and went, we'll talk about it when we get in the car. I was like, okay, okay, we'll talk about it, okay. Um, <laughs> then, um, so we got in the car and I was like, so, what was it? Why was I crying? She was like, well, it was the Holy Spirit. It was touching you that night. And I was like, it was amazing. So obviously we kept going there and then I finally started coming here, which it was so welcoming. Everyone's so lovely. Um, I still feel it now, him moving about and everything. Um, but obviously one night, well, one day when we couldn't have it here, we went to all went to the um, Way Church. Um, and before we went, I went with Hillary. <laughs> and she gave me this little leaflet that told me about knowing God. And at the back of it has a little prayer. I was like, okay. So I didn't really do much of it. I just put it back, put it in my book or in my bag. I was like, I'll read it later. Um, and then... So we got to Way Church and started doing hymns and everything and a uh, song came on uh, which was Fear Doesn't Stand a Chance and I looked at Hillary and said, you know that little leaflet you gave me with the, the prayer at the back of it? Can we do that later? So that night I took my first step <laughs> and obviously now I want to have... God in my life. That's the reason why I want to get baptised today. So, yeah. <laughs> just, just to say that most of the songs that we have today have been chosen by the people that uh, are being baptised. Holly? Oh, and, and we're having a song before. So Hillary's got to wait a bit longer. <laughs> My father was a lay preacher and my mother's self-inflated title of pastor's wife. My brother and I injured a really horrible childhood as what was preached in the church from the pulpit wasn't what happened at home. I went to church simply because I had to. Both my brother and I left home as soon as possible. I was 17 years old and I vowed that if I was ever blessed with children, I'd be the polar opposite of my parents. And for the next 35 years, I just drifted along, making my own way and making mistakes. I saw my son become a Christian, become the beautiful person he is today. Before I left for Cyprus in 2010, I'd attended Open Doors and I kept feeling a pull, but I ignored it. Every year I came back and attended Open Doors and the pull was stronger. It was only the last couple of years, from 2016 to 2018, I really thought about God and what I'd left behind. 
why now my marriage was breaking apart and becoming violent. In December 2017, we'd had yet another row, and I locked myself in the bedroom, scared, hurting, and in tears. For the first time in my life, or first time in years, I prayed. As in the words of the song, My Living Hope, in desperation, I turned to heaven, and I spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through in the shadows of my soul. Sorry. I prayed that there was a way to get out, to be free, and to leave with my three dogs, but without the guilt. I'd had somewhere to go for over 18 months, a friend who'd recognised the abuse, but wouldn't go. About nine years, sorry, nine weeks later, after yet another argument, my husband kicked me out. That door had never seemed so wide, the outside so bright as it did on that day as I left with two bin bags full of clothes and my three dogs. About eight weeks later, I turned to the, returned to the UK and the following Sunday, I got a lovely warm welcome at Open Door and Dave just said to me, welcome home. The next Sunday, something happened to me during the service and as I left to get a coffee, I was standing by the welcome table, not knowing if I was even good enough to pick up the booklets. Russ saw me and assured me that indeed I was good enough. He called Dave over, who got Sue, and they both prayed for me. I took those booklets and I read them several times. A few days later, I became a Christian on the 26th of June, 2018. A few months later, I had a horrible experience. The night before, we'd had an amazing connect group, and I was on a high. But the next day, I found out I'd been turned down for benefits, and it would take up to five years to be rehoused. I felt this dark cloak enveloping me, trying to pull me back to where I hadn't even realised I'd been living most of my life. Richard told me to pray and to listen to worship music. And as I did, I started, to, started my fight to stay in the light. I never feel alone now or isolated, even on my darkest day. There is always someone to talk to, even in the small hours of the night. My life isn't perfect. It's not how it works. It's about being loved unconditionally. It's about belief and hope. Even this, in the last seven days, God has been with me. I return to work on Monday to do till work. Thursday, I viewed a house. I wasn't offered it. But three hours later, after someone changed their mind, I was offered it. It's things like this that make you realise how God will help you. This is why I want to be baptised in front of my family and friends. God is great all the time. I have to say, all the testimony is absolutely amazing. Bob and Caroline's, I learned over the few weeks when we did the baptism preparation classes, but um, Hilary and Becca, I've been more on the journey with them. And I can remember praying, starting to pray for Hilary in 2010. Um, so it has been the highlight of my year, is watching the growth and the combination of all this is just amazing. Um. Uh, Mum mentioned the welcome table uh, over there, which is that green covered table. Um, there's loads of stuff on there. Um, but kind of the one thing I wanted to just say is if you're here for the first time um, and you want to kind of keep in touch with us and what we're doing, um, 
It's a really easy process. There's a lovely card that looks like this on one side and this on the other. We'd love you just to pop your name, uh, maybe an email on there, uh, and then we can keep in touch with you with all the stuff that's going on in church life. We've, all, we've got loads of stuff happening over the summer uh, where we won't even be here. We'll be doing church in the park. Um, we've got picnics after the service. So just some nice social events that are happening as well as regular church stuff that happens here. So um, we'd love to be able to stay in contact with you. Um, we're going to take up our offering. It's something we do every week in church, so it's not just because there's more people here. Um, if you are a visitor today, there is no obligation um, for you to give into our offering. Um, it's just something that we do all of the time. And you will see that we are a very unique church. We don't have a basket. We don't have little bags that pass around. We have a lampstand. Um, that's because um, last, at the start of 2018, um, we just had this kind of verse from the Bible that really struck us as important. Um, which says that we are to be like a lamp that shines bright in the darkness. Um, and it's a lamp that, in the Bible, it says you don't cover it over. You put it up on a hill um, so you shine for all the world to see. And that's, that's what we want to do here. So we just thought, why not be a little bit quirky? And this is our offering basket. So there's going to be some music that plays in a minute. Uh, I'm just going to pray for us. Um, and then if you want to come and bring something into our offering, please do. And if you don't, that's absolutely fine.